This episode is brought to you by marketing consulting firm, the Bonafide Lyrics and Marketing, LLC, where creativity meets business. You can check us out at www.theblm.com for more information on how we help local artists and creatives maximize their business presence. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. It's hey. the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. Check hey. us out. Hey. It's the All Love Oh No Fear Podcast. podcast. Uh-huh, podcast. uh-huh. All Love Oh No Fear Podcast. Hey. Hey. What up, what up, what up? We are the All Love No Fear Podcast. No fear, no fear, no fear. All Love Facts. No Fear Podcast. All Love No Fear, No Fear. All Love No Fear Podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. We in here. Yeah, <laughs> we here to pot. Yeah, we here to do our thing and then we gonna turn it all around. I said, okay. <laughs> Let's get to the pot. Let's get to the pot. Let's get to the pot. Because I am sleepy. I need a nap. This rain ain't helping, but we gonna do it all right. Yeah, ain't times raining outside, you just be tired. Like I'm, like, I'm just trying to be in the bed. Honestly, I'm yeah. not trying to, I'm not trying to do nothing rain, else. Rain I'm just trying to be in bed. Tired. It, yeah, like as soon as, it. as soon as you press end, me bed covers, it's going down. All right, but shout out to everybody. Shout out to people out in Patreon land. We appreciate y'all. I know we never shout you, shout you out to like halfway through the episode. <laughs> right, like, but we're trying to do better. We're trying to turn over a new leaf. Trying shout to make some to good decisions. Patreon who um who support us. Um, we appreciate y'all. Yes, um, it, was a, it was a big thing for us to do and we we're happy for every $3 supporter we have. Yes, and we got a, we got some that ain't just $3 supporters, but we love all our supporters. Evil, yes. evil way. Yes. Evil way. Yes, we do. Um, with that in mind, how are you doing today? Uh, besides sleepy, I am otherwise good. Um, I ate, so that's productive. Um, I watched church, also productive. Uh, shout out to my good sis Tiffany uh, for leading worship at our church today. She did a great word, job. Word. Um, it was beautiful. They did great. Loved it. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was about it for today. So that's that's about all that's about all that happened. I'm just I'm just looking forward to going to sleep. That's really that's really it. How about you? Um I'm alright. I'm okay. Um grinding but good. All right. Just that's um, what's up. just trying to do what I can. Say so I've been getting to the money. I think yeah, about it, man. <laughs> I, I want the money. To, I, want, I want the money to get to me. <laughs> I, want, I, want, I want. I want. I want you. To, I want them to meet me halfway with the money. You want. You want them to meet you halfway with the money. <laughs> the money I please. feel like Just you know what. Meet, meet me with the money too. Like I'm coming to you, but also if you come this way, it might make it a little easier. Is that if, so? If the money comes towards me, also, That's... I don't want to keep has coming towards you and chasing you. I want you to come to me. <laughs> It'd be great. Is that be a lot easier? Is that how you feel? A little bit, a little bit. Um, FYI, my name is Mark Metapoetic Bennett, and this is your host, KB Kristen Bennett. How you doing? Hey, how you doing? We're so glad this is season four, episode ten. I know we uh, took a break last week, and then we took a break on Mother's Day for May, but uh, last week was crazy. We uh, we had a wedding to go to, 
and we were like, all right, we're going to record another time. And oh, we, we sure were. We had no intention of not recording. We were like, we're going to record on Monday. And uh-huh. then we were not able to because we were tired. Yep. <laughs> we we were could not. Tired. We came, we came in from a flight from uh, Georgia. It was, it, was, it, was a, it, was a, it was a hectic time, hectic weekend. So we apologize for last week, but we are here now. We're here. Yes, we are. Um, yeah, if you have any questions for us, please shout come to us um, on our website, allovenofearpcast.com, or on our email us at allovenofearpcast at gmail.com. We are here for you. Word. Right. But right Word. Into, we're going to go right into our little, uh, little icebreaker. icebreaker situation, <laughs> in which I might still need some help. I still haven't figured out the last one, but I have an idea. Oh, my gosh. It's, just, <laughs> it's, it's a long story. Um, I, I'm not really sure why. Love it. Or lose it. Hey, hey love, love it. it. Or, or lose it. it. Hey, hey, love, love it. it. Or lose it. it. Hey, hey, love it. it. Or lose it. Hey, 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 hey,
Mm-hmm. Um, so three activities mm-hmm. I have available mm-hmm. here are building sandcastles, mm-hmm. beach volleyball. We build sandcastles. Uh-huh. Exercise. Mm-hmm. And what other beach activity is there that I could put down here? Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, make me um, collecting seashells. Sure. Yeah, collecting seashells is an activity. Don't work out that way. So you said building sandcastles, making seashells, collecting seashells, uh huh, beach volleyball, and exercise. Beach volleyball. That exercise includes jogging, running. Um, whatever, whatever, you, whatever you wish. Well, the lose for me is going to be the exercise on the beach. I'll tell you right now. Can you? I'm, I'm trying to find something. I, I knew you were going to say. Have that. Have you I, ever tried to run on sand before? I know it's trash. And that, that is. That, that's what I was trying to find something. I was, like, I was like, I don't know. I don't want to put exercise. But I don't know what. It else seems to put. like a good idea is in there another, theory. Is there another activity? No, no, no. We're down? sticking to that. Um, it seems like a good idea <laughs> in theory. Gonna, I knew you were so quick to be like exercise, <laughs> but not nah, like I'm not anti-exercise. I don't have a problem with exercise. I'm actually fine with exercise. I know, but I know how hard it is exercise. But running sand. on sand or doing any type of exercise on sand, breath, breath. <laughs> it is heart. Yes, heart. I'm not really clear on why. It's I'm not clear on the science on why. <laughs> I just know that it is hard. I have tried to run on sand before. I have tried to do, you know, aerobics on sand before. And truthfully, it has been the ghetto. Um, Zero out of 10 stars would not recommend. Um, Poor Yelp review. Just it's all bad. I would not. I would not suggest it for and, anyone. And it, 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 it it's just a bad comparison to the I rest. I mean, your I, leg muscles are probably going to get some great toning as a result. I but feel like I got to find something else. Other than that, no. No. I got to find something else. No, we're moving on. No, the reason why, because like the other three are funny. Okay. More, more... Someone thinks jogging on the beach is fun. I'm not the someone. Okay. It's not me. Maybe you think it's fun because you mm. you also think New York beaches are slightly acceptable. So maybe you okay. think jogging we're, on the beach is fun. We're gonna move on. Um, my <laughs> lose is some exercise also because it's just it's just not as fun as the rest. And I try to put it together. Um, but um, yeah, it's and it's it's like I I appreciate the jogging because I feel like you you you're out for less time because you get more work for like little for the small things you do. Mm-hmm. Like jogging five minutes on the beach is way more than five, jogging five minutes on the road. It's more, it's way, it's way more exercise. Yeah, <laughs> it's way more exercise. Um, Sorry, what's happening? I don't know. <laughs> Things keep popping up with, with sound. sound off your I'm sorry. Stop <laughs> yelling at me. It hurts my feelings. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I think um, that is a. Uh, it, it's just I so I I go to the beach to do nothing. Mm-hmm. That's really what I, I go to the beach to do the least amount of activities. Um, but um, if I'm going to do activities, it won't be exercise. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. But um, but yeah. So um, what did you love it? You said sandcastles, seashells, and beach volleyball. Beach volleyball. Um. I'm thinking a part of me wants to say beach volleyball because it looks like a ton of fun, but I feel like beach volleyball is semi in the same vein as exercising or jogging it's, on the beach. Cause it, yeah, it's, it requires, it's, it's more smoother. It's like, it's usually like designated area. It's not yeah. usually like, they usually smooth it out a little bit. Yeah. But I think collecting seashells is probably going to be I know you're gonna use my it. favorite. 
because I think seashells are beautiful. Yes. And there's so many like different like variations of them. Like you can never really ever find two of the same. So it's super fun. So I would I would probably say um seashells. Yeah. Would be mine. And mine, love it, will be building sandcastles. I'm not skilled at that at all, which is why I didn't yeah. choose it. I, I enjoy I enjoy just building things in general. Um you need of course you need you need a lot of water to make it happen. Um you can't you can't build sandcastles without water. <laughs> it's very important. It's a very important ingredient that hopefully people understand you need. <laughs> um I'm telling you, it's physics and mechanics to this. It's not well yeah. But it's like you you have to have water and you need like a pail just to like pack things in. So you have stiff sand. Mm-hmm. Cause like sand when it's wet and packed in, it works. Um the only problem is is like sometimes sand has like other things hidden inside of it. Yeah. That's the that that's the like only negative sometimes with sand castles. It'd be like things that are you try to pick up some sand, like, oh that was that was glass. <laughs> or yeah. that, that, was, that was kinda of sharp. Yeah. Um yeah, or, I've definitely cut or, my feet on the sh- on the on the seashell, or, or, or like a sand crab. Yeah, nobody has time for that either. So, like, I understand that, but I, I still, even with all those things, I think I do enjoy building building sand castles the most. Uh-huh. Any other questions about this? Nah, nah, this nah. Is, this is the quickest level lose we've ever had. Well, praise God, praise <laughs> God. We thank God. Yeah. For expediency. All right. So uh, as was, we record this podcast, ha. So that was love it or lose, lose it. it. Hey, love it or lose it. Hey, 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 love it or lose it. Hey, love it or lose it. Hey, 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 lose it, lose it, lose it. Hey, yeah. Word. Um, let's get right into the main topic. Ding. ding 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 so this is probably gonna be a quick one too but we'll see so yeah um the kids are outside and the key by the kids i mean the people that are younger than us so the gen zers or the later millennials are outside doing weird things we've all seen it on the internet one of the things that they seem to be big proponents of is the women proposing to the young men. Uh, So there was a video that went viral this past week where a young lady proposed to a young man. And, you know, the, the, the Twitter sphere was ablaze with uh, commentary about this young lady proposing to this young man. And, um, a friend of mine sent it to me and we were kind of talking about it back and forth. And I was like, let's have a conversation about this because I feel like I've seen kind of two sides of the conversation. Like one side is nah, women shouldn't be doing stuff like that. Men, men are the ones who need to take charge. And if they want to get married, they know what they need to do, blah, 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 blah. And then the other side is, 
well, we talk about women's equality and we talk about feminism and blah, 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 blah. So why shouldn't a woman be able to propose to a man if that's what she wants? Yada, yada, yada. And then you've got the people kind of like, oh, well, if you propose into a man, you must be desperate. You he don't really want to marry you. But now you pushing him into a corner, etc. So I kind of wanted to talk about that a little bit and kind of kind of kind of see where our heads are um, regarding this hopefully not new phenomenon of women proposing to men because that, that is not a thing I'm trying to see well personally but we can we can discuss further yeah the, the, re, the reality is it doesn't concern anybody else with those <laughs> no, it, it, it doesn't the reality it doesn't is, it doesn't if she proposes and he accepts it and he has no problem with it then she's right then she's what then she's right She's right. Yes. Um, do you did you see that show? What was that show we <laughs> were watching? That, that is the end. <laughs> what was that show me and you were watching? Um, well, not me and you. The oh lord, what is it? It used to come on after Married at First Sight. Oh my gosh, Marrying Millions. And the there was a couple on there. It was like an older white woman and a younger white guy. I don't know if you remember the the guy. He didn't have no job. He wasn't doing nothing. Word. And she proposed to him. And like he was kind like I don't know if he was as much upset as his mother was upset. If he's if he's not upset and he doesn't take it a certain way, then she's right. I I I I I just I don't. <laughs> it's only odd for us outside of the relationship. <laughs> I don't know. I. I, I <laughs> It's only odd for us because we're not in the relationship. But, it's, but it, I just—it's it, it, only—it's only wrong. I'm not saying it, it's wrong. It, it's wrong only, is it's, strong. Yeah, wrong is strong. Um, it's only odd if the woman does that to a guy, and a guy doesn't feel like that's acceptable. Meaning that the woman doesn't doesn't know that the guy doesn't think it's acceptable, which means it's something else. Right. And then she does that, or she does that to kind of trick a guy. Like like that's that is a different conversation. Trick a guy, or like because like that's what I, I'm, I'm saying that based off of what people are saying about it. Because people mm-hmm. are saying like, oh, a woman's doing that because it makes a guy feel weird for doing it. So, or if a guy feels like he's trapped when he does it. Mm-hmm. Um, but if if they are together, they don't feel any kind of way about about whoever proposes. They don't feel some kind of way about it. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're, they're. They're just like we're just happy to be engaged. They're not thinking about who proposes to who and everything like that. They're just like great. They're not thinking that much into it. Then it's fine. I think it becomes a concern if one one side is a lot more progressive in that sense than the other. Right. And then the the spouse feels some kind of way about it or something like that. And then it becomes a different conversation. Because if, if if someone does that to one person, and the other person feels kind of way like, oh, I didn't want it to be that way. Then a conversation happens. Then then then, of course, it's a different conversation because they both didn't just don't agree how it's supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Right. But if they both agree, then it's fine. <laughs> I I I guess for me, <laughs> like in theory, yes, that's that's we would hope that the guy would be like, it wouldn't matter to him. It would be okay, whatever the case is. But like, there's something, I don't know. I don't know if it's just my, and I'm all for female empowerment and all for, I'm all for all of that. But I just kind of feel like 
there are some things that I feel like in the relationship, if this is a heterosexual relationship, the man should do. Like right. I for, for, like for you, and and you feel as if for 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 you, you I you, you, we wouldn't be able to, in a situation with me and you mm. when you would do that because you would never do that. I wouldn't. Correct. Because I would never. That is your feelings about the whole thing. Right. And move that way. That your, but your feelings is not your feelings. And like, but what I'm trying to understand, I guess I always wonder in those situations, like. Is the guy like what's the dynamic of that relationship? Is the guy truly cool with the woman proposing to him? It's possible. Like, I, I I can't imagine like I can't imagine doing that. Like to me, I'm just like well, yeah, for, nah. And, and like I said, that this, nah. this is for you. I to, it, 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 like I said, it, it always it always depends on how it's taken. Now, what happens many times is like the guy might be cool with it, and then people around him might make him feel as if that is wrong. Right. And then he might change it might he might feel some kind of way after. But but even that, that's other people putting their their input into their relationship. Right. But I just I Because I, I, like everybody doesn't say, feel the same way about it. Everybody doesn't. I, with I, with evidence that it's been happening for a while. I guess. I mean I I don't know any guy there's no guy it's, it's, I know it's just it's just a societal thing. Right. Like I'm just like I guess in my experience I don't know any or to my knowledge, I don't know any guy who would have been okay with his girl proposing to him. I, I and I, I know some, you know, yourself included, very, you know, open-minded, progressive guys. But I still feel like there is something about you that would have been like, I want to do this. I want to carry out the situation in this way. And so it's just like, I guess it's hard for me to, based on my own personal experiences, imagine a guy being okay with something like that and i guess another part of it too for me is that and also it, this is assuming that they've never had a conversation before and get but like i just can't imagine why a guy would be like yeah i'm okay with you getting down on your knee and proposing to me i can't imagine like i just don't understand and maybe it, maybe it, it's, it's just different ways maybe it's know. maybe it's ignorance on my part and that's completely fine it, it's but it, you it, it's it's like it's like um I, I realize that we, we sometimes we all have a certain block. Yeah, like I'm <laughs> just certain, like I don't like some so, 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 like some people were very were progressive up to a point. Like we're progressive, progressive. And there's something something is like it's like a block, and I think that's your block. Yeah, your, I'm like your, nah. block, your block is that your block is like I don't know. This doesn't make any sense. Like when my friend sent it to me, I was like, I would rather eat my own poop than propose to a man. Yeah, but like, that, like that's, it's that's just block. not on the things I'm getting it's ready to do. It's very possible. Like they've had conversations before, and she was like, I would like to do it this time. And sure, he, and and he was like, okay, I I just I like, just okay. because like because the re- the reality is it like he might be like, all right, I don't have to go through the stress of doing. It. You can do it. It's cool. But to me, I feel like that just. So what does he do? What do you mean? What does he do? What does he do? Like if she's the one proposing, and women normally are the ones who are like the primary wedding planners. Like what is he doing? What if he's the What if he's the primary wedding planner? What if he's not? But you're like, it, it, but it, I, I, to me, it just feels like if she's the one doing the proposing, then she is the one that's guiding the the direction of this relationship, and he's just kind of there, following whatever she wants that's to not do. What that means. Huh? That's not what that means. That's how it looked to me. Well, yeah, from the outside in. To me, that's how but, it looks. That's, but that think about it. That's that's based off of your perception of how 
you believe things should go. I'm just hard pressed to believe that he 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 let her propose to him in front of a bunch of people or whatever. They are now engaged, and he is now suddenly uh, an active planner of the wedding or it's, it's in the relationship. It's possible, but I I just don't think that's what's happening. I, based off of what? I like again. It's like I, like and you the said. I'm I have a, I, want, I, I want us to delve deep into why do you feel this way? I, and that's where I'm kind of going. I'm talking like you're like you're you're. I understand, I, guess, I understand you're creating a perception of somebody from you have no, no idea. I guess are. my my perception of you're creating a whole scenario from somebody and you have no idea who they are. I'm not creating a scenario. I am literally just looking at it. And saying this is how I would take this. Correct. If this were me. I got that. Um, I guess for me, I am very much a person who believes that in the scope of heterosexual relationships, mm-hmm. there are we all have roles to play. And I'm not saying like women cook, women clean, men go to work. Like I'm not saying that. We all have our strengths, our whatever is whatever. We we work however we work correct but i i do feel like there are certain certain things when it comes to the progression of the relationship that need to be initiated by the man i i i feel i feel like as a woman i can make it clear what my expectations aspirations, goals, whatever for the relationship are. But I ultimately feel like if the idea is that the man in the relationship is the leader of the relationship, why would he not be in charge of leading the relationship to the through the various levels from boyfriend, girlfriend to fiance to married, whatever the case is, would be? Why would I why would I not expect that is my is my whole thing. And I mean, I guess it maybe if people don't have that mindset about the man being the leader and then being equal partners and whatever the case is, then I suppose that's so, that's cool to a certain degree. So the, the, there's there's multiple things that we uh, that I, I guess we'll, we'll address. Um, number one. Yes, what you're saying is true. It They might not. Number one, they might not have that mindset. Right. Of one person being a leader of the relationship, the most they might have very um, believe that we all are together on the same thing. Each role can be played by either either, either person, mm-hmm. right? Another part, they could still feel like the man leading the relationship, and but their perception of what that looks like is just different from you. What 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 is if if like what would he be leading you, in? Because Give me some examples. He was leading in everything else, but not proposing one like this is just one thing doesn't mean that he's not doing everything else this is, and, and this is one thing that is the public one thing that's the only thing we're going by we're not, we're not going by based off of what happened before relationship we're just going based off of this i i i it to me i understand how it looks it, I understand it with looks the, with the view. like but it, it, it's 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 it it's, looks it looks passive Correct of him perception. Yeah, I, I understand the perception. Yes, but I I, I just want to I, I guess my goal is I'm always trying to look outside of what what perception because my my perception is based off of 
my norms. Mm-hmm. It's based off of what I've always seen. Mm-hmm. It's based off of how I feel, based off of things I've seen. But perception can always be shattered. Perception is based off of my views and what things I've done and based off of my relationship with you. Mm-hmm. Right? Their perception is based off their relationship with themselves. Right? Mm-hmm. Their, their relationship with, with each other and how they operate and everything. They probably operate a certain way where... Like he might take like just 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 an example. He might take that as the woman being submissive to him. Take her proposing. Yes. How? For because she's on one knee to him and off and asking, "Can I be with you?" He might take it that way. This I'm just giving a perception. I understand how we because because that's technically what. Um, how men feel proposing is in the first place. Proposing is we're going to humble ourselves uh-huh. and say, I offer my heart to you. Mm-hmm. So, in a re- in, and so the other way around is basically saying, I, the men, I'm not doing that. The woman is doing that to me. So, the, so it's, it's not, it's not a, uh, it's not a, uh, it's not a, a, a state of, you're, you're coming from a state of humility when you're on one knee. Mm-hmm. So, that so like I said, the reality is I don't know if that means that the woman is leading. It's it, 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 she's to me she's leading the relationship to the next stage, and I don't think that. I don't. Like I, said, I, don't, I don't think there's necessarily you're, you're, you're that something they, wrong with it, but I don't feel like that's something that she should do but again people have what, what, died. If, what if he requested it that way that she proposed yes be, what would be the reason i just said it because i want to say like you're 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 set you i want you to say you offer your heart to me it could be something that happened before where like i, I, I don't like I it, it's, there's, there's a lot of reasons <laughs> i i something could have happened where it was like all right i'm not like he might have tried before and he was like, "I'm not doing it for you again. If you want, if you want to be with me, you got to propose to me." There's a lot of things that could have happened. There's a lot of reasons why it can get to that point. That just sounds very toxic and like they should break up. But okay, that's all, all perception. Okay. okay. <laughs> There's a lot of reasons why it it might happen outside of um he's not being a leader in a relationship or like she's leading the whole. Like there's, there's, there's a lot of things outside of that. No, I, of course, I, I, what you're saying it's possible. But like, there's a lot of other factors outside of that. Uh, I, none of none of them counter the fact that to me it looks whack. No, no, it's, like to, to your perception, it's going to yeah. There's it looks, nothing. There's nothing that's going to change your perception. Right, of that it looks because, whack because that it is looks your like the woman is like desperate and or trying to manipulate the man into doing something that he might not necessarily be ready to do because. Okay. If he says, like, in that situation, one of two things is going to happen. He's either going to say yes to not embarrass her. Which happens the other way around, but go ahead. Or he's going to say, if he says no, he's now the bad guy who doesn't appreciate this woman. That's the same thing both ways. That's doing, but... 
I feel like we're a little bit more understanding if a woman says no. Why? 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 why Socially, is, why, well, it depends on who. Like, who, there, who you're yes, about. are there people who are like, "Oh my God, I can't believe she embarrassed him." Da 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 da. But uh, that, that's still norms, though. That's still norms and like how we're socially constructed. That doesn't mean that it's 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 the same. It's the same feeling in the relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Yeah. Like I understand outside. Yeah, we feel that way. But in the relationship, still, still a no is still a no. It's yeah. Still the same yeah. Way. Yeah. I I just I just I just don't like if if you propose and I said no, you would be hurt. If I proposed and you said no, I would be hurt. Like yes, it's, it's not. It's like you talking right. about outside forces. I'm talking about those two, <laughs> right? But I, I, I don't know. I just, I just kind of and like the look on the guy's face is kind of like okay, like so. I don't know if I buy into they had a discussion, whatever, whatever. It to me, my feeling is like it happens because people like say, okay, I'm just going to take the, take the situation into my own hands. I'm going to handle this situation in, um, in the way that I see fit and that's what I'm going to do. And that's okay. And I guess that, that, you know, that is a perception that, that is, that, that is, a, it's a that, choice. That, that might be one reason, but it, it might, might be, but, but it might not be the reason. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I personally would not do anything. And, and, and the fact sort. is guys do that also. So it's like it's it's like I, I don't I'm not I'm not gonna give it to them just because it's a woman because guys do the same thing. Do what? We're proposed even though like just to trap like ho- like hopefully she'll be embarrassed and just say yes. Yeah, I know, I know. So it's it's and it's, I don't think either way either side is right when they do that. Correct, but I, I don't want to just that. say just because a woman's doing it that she's doing it when guys do the same thing. No, I, I agree. I, I agree. I, if that happens, that's just because the dynamic relationship is just toxic in general. Right, that has nothing to do with a guy or a woman doing it. Right, I agree. That's I agree. It's a toxic relationship. Right. So I, I like I I'd rather get away from this scenario and from the I'm trying to just talk about the scenario in general because like that it might because like that. So it might be toxic, but there might be a lot of situations when it's not. Yeah, yeah, and like this was the the the. the there's, a lot of, there's a lot of proposals that aren't recorded. Agreed. Let's go with that also. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> I just I just feel like you know my traditionalist behind when it comes to that would never. Yeah, I, I know. W- would never. And and I me would being, never. being your spouse would know that and would not re- never request that. You know what I'm saying? No, I understand. I understand. <laughs> so I'm like, just, so I like, just. So even if, even if I felt that way, I would just never request it because I would know my spouse. Right. But like, everybody, you should know your spouse. Like some, some spouses are fine with it, some spouses are not. Yeah, and like people were like, with the inspiration for this, people were trying to make it like, it's a black women like issue because. As I do everything. You know, you know, there's a narrative that black women get married at like a lesser rate than every other group of women in this country blah 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 blah. but it's like no people do this all the time like i've seen videos of white women doing it like and either way i'm just like sis if you don't get up off that floor if you don't get up because no it's it's, it's, it's always the perception of the black woman being aggressive no and it's just like no and 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 that's more the reason why like i'm not i'm not bound to do that just because like just assume that she's being aggressive like i said they, they could have had an understanding or it, it, it could be a lot of diff- there's a lot of reasons behind it and like I don't think we all of them just- end with nope for me but yes yes but all, <laughs> there's a lot of reasons behind it not all of them mean that the man isn't leaving a relationship <laughs> not all of them mean like it just there's a lot of things that well, there's a lot of factors behind it, it, it so let I me ask you a question in your circle of people of friends that is, that is which, which circle because you know my circles your your circle of friends who are currently <laughs> married. 
Okay. Do you think that what what do you think the perception would have been had I proposed to you and you were like, "All right, cool." Knowing that circle, they would they would they would they would have conversations with me. And but, say, you, but you know what? Yes. Yes. <laughs> but you but I'm, I'm just saying but that. I, but, I, but I'm also not a person who cares what other people say, think. No, I, I know that. But I'm just saying, like, amongst men, like, I don't feel like generally, like, men kind of look at that, like, oh, yeah, that's what's up. Like, that, that well, once again, that's not a very general. You're, 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 I don't you're, know you're, all men. I'm just, I'm making very general statements yeah. here. Like it, it depends on the group of friends. I'm that's, that's what I said. What group or circle you're talking about? That's right. What circle you're talking about? Yes. Depends on the circle. It might not be a big big issue. Okay. So what what I guess which of your circles do you think would not be would not have a big issue? Uh, probably like the more circle of friends from like Hampton. Okay. Gotcha. And then yeah, yeah. I I my my whole thing was just I. <sighs> In my head, I feel like if as a woman, you've come to the point where you're like legitimately considering proposing to a man, like, I feel like you got to take a step back and figure out what's happening in your life because you just create a whole scenario. <laughs> I'm not creating a scenario. She proposed to him. No, no. What I'm, scenario am I creating? No, what I'm saying is I, I, I think you're like, because what you're, the wording you use, it made it seem like um, if a woman proposes, it's like a last dish effort, Right. Well, I mean, look at Chrissy and Jim Jones, for example, from okay. they, when they were on Love and Hip Hop. She kept talking about getting married, getting married, getting married. And Jim was kind of like, blah, 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 blah. And so I think at the end of the first or second season, she got down on her knees and proposed to him. He accepted. And then they've spent the last, I don't know, 10 years going back and forth about like, that's are a, we ready? Are we not ready? That, that's also Christian and Jim Jones. Right, but, but I'm, what I'm saying <laughs> no, 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 is... It's a bad example. What I'm saying... It's not a bad example. It's, she, when I say a bad she, example, meaning she like, basically, it's, still, it's still one person. What she basically person. made herself the butt of jokes Okay. for a decade plus, and she's still not married to this guy. And so it's like... what? If like To me, I just feel like... If a guy wants to marry you, he will. If you're at the if you're at the point in the relationship where you feel like you as the woman have to go to the measure of proposing, you really need to take a step back and figure out what's going on outside of whatever alleged conversation you may or may not have had. Like I just feel like many times it comes from a place of I want what I, I, I want, I, 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 and I, I, I'm going to take matters into my own hands. I, I won't say to many get times, there. but that time might have been. It's more than that, but okay. I I appreciate your your uh, your I, optimism. I, I, I don't like it. I, 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 it. It's hard for me to just create that that um that measure based off of that. Like like I said, it's it's there's um. Many times, like that that's just a, a lot of people might have unproductive marriages yes mm-hmm. right regardless of who does what mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of people propose and there's a long engagement regardless of who proposes mm-hmm. right that does not that, I don't think the I think I don't want to separate those two meaning like 
if Jim Jones proposed or she proposed, it might have been the same thing because of their relationship. That's my point. Because of how, how it played out. Um, no. I'm just saying it's possible. I'm not saying, I don't know, mm-hmm. I don't. I'm saying it's possible that it's happened because that because because we've seen that be possible many times. It's, it's possible it has or not, but it's it's possible because it's happened many times. It's happened many times where a guy would propose just to hold somebody there, and then they wait a long time for the actual marriage. Um, a lot of just to hold the person. Where they are, they're like, I just want you to stay. I want you to stay around. So I would propose. So you stay around. Same yeah, thing. Do that. Correct. Same thing. A woman might do the same thing. I would propose to hold you so you stay around. Flip side. Seems dramatic, but but both both parties might do it. Um. Flip side. Uh. They form a more healthy version of that would be. Um, they both had conversations about marriage and everything like that. There's been, might have been a conversation where one was like, hey, you know what? I would like to propose. And the guy would say yes or no to that. And then they would move forward with it. That 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 doesn't seem weird to me if they have decided together that that's Does Jim they, Jones seem like the type of dude that had a conversation with her and said, they, it's okay if you propose? They, Get away from I'm, Jim Jones. I'm, I'm asking you a question I I, because I, I brought up that specific example. I'm asking, do you think Jim Jones and Chrissy had a conversation and Jim Jones said, I would be okay with you proposing to me? Correct. Chrissy was incorrect and wrong how she did it because she did not consult him first. And but, what, I, what, but, I, but, but, but what I'm that, saying that is I don't believe the, the level of optimism you have about these pre-conversations happening, but I appreciate that you have the optimism. What do, what I just do you, don't do believe it. What do you mean? Again, I don't know all men. I haven't met all men, but I I am hard pressed to believe. Do we ha- we had a conversation about marriage before? Am I correct? I don't know where this is going. The what conversation I'm is like if it is. I feel like it's always Are you talking about me and you specifically yes. having a conversation. Yes. And what and and what 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 the, the in what I'm, context? This is more what making. I think. Every um, a good start before you even get to propo- actual getting on the knee and proposing is you've had the conversation before about maybe getting married, and you you I feel as if you should know that the person is going to say yes before you even propose. Agreed. And you have that conversation, so meaning you've had this conversation about marriage, and you've kind of have an idea of how the person feels about it. Okay. So if you've had this conversation and this is in a healthy situation, you had this conversation, you kind of have a feeling about how each, how each person feels. That's why I said I want to get away from that one because they haven't had the conversation at all. But what I, but the whole point I'm trying to make is even if they did have that conversation about yes, we desire to get married. No, no, they have the conversation because having the conversation about get married like they if if based off what you're saying that Jim Jones does not like the fact that she proposed to him, she didn't know that, that is a big flag. She she should know that about the person you're talking to. Right. But what I'm trying to say is even if you've had the conversation, you agree that you want to get married at some point, I still personally don't feel like 
it's on the woman to now initiate that process. Well, I, because I got people, it. Like to me, I feel like as a woman, I have more to lose if a marriage collapses. So I feel like I want the person who is supposed to be entering into this with me to be the one who initiates that as a show to me Correct. that they have the same level of investment in this that I do. Correct. And you should do that. And that's what you did with me. And that's fine. You're, you're, the way you feel is not how everybody feels. Yes, I understand that. I'm just saying I I like, I, 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 I think I want to fully separate weird. how you feel because how you feel is valid. You should right. feel that way. And you should operate how you way you feel. Not everybody feels that way. I understand. I understand. I just I I it's just something I I I can't wrap my mind around because <laughs> yeah. I would just you, never you, do that. That's it. You, you, you have a block. And I'm right. just like wow, that's crazy. Um, you know. Congrats to the people who are engaged. I hope they make it down the aisle and all that jazz. I just I could never and I would my my Avery will never. I will I will have to beat her up. You can't beat up a she's I can do whatever I want, first of all. And what I'm not gonna do is raise my baby to be proposing to no Negro, okay? (laughs) It's absolutely not what I'm gonna do. Okay. They both agree. I'm gonna have a talk with that young man because, sir, well, they, they both have agreed. I don't care what they both, both agree on. Page. I don't care what I don't care what they both on the same page on. He's doing the proposing, and that's the story. Okay, that's not how it works, Mark. Are what? you gonna back me up on this or not? I'm not. Fine. I will just have to bulldoze it myself, <laughs> and that's fine. <laughs> you're okay with your daughter proposing to a Negro? Is that what you're saying to me? You're, you that, keep, that's fine with you? you? With, this, with, this, with this broad brush thing. It's not a broad brush thing. I'm talking about our child proposing to some random dusty it's Negro. The, why? Number one, why? He's dusty, dusty because he's letting her propose. That's why. <laughs> that's why. We don't know the process. I, I do know he's dusty. <laughs> Story. Closed. Ended. As the, the world is more progressive, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm, I'm going to strongly counsel my child against such behaviors. Okay? You can join me if you would like. That's up to you. What I know is that I, when I go to heaven, I want to know that I did my part. <laughs> That's 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 the part you want to make sure he did. Yes, that's yes. The part, that's the yes. That's the thing. I've done a lot of things, but this part here I want to highlight. PowerPoint present slide number four. I counsel my daughter against proposing to Dusties. Okay, <laughs> that's that's doing God's work in my opinion. That, that's right. So that's okay. that, that that's that on that. Okay. okay. Right. Ladies, don't propose to these Negroes. Just don't do it. I don't care what conversation I have. Don't do it. Okay. Um, I, zero out of ten stars. Would not recommend. Don't do it. Um, y'all have choices, but just don't do it. Um, yeah. You sure, you sure they have choices? Because they have, you, they have you, choices. You, I'm just saying that they shouldn't make okay. the choice, but they should. They have choices. You sure? You, have, you sure? People I, do whatever they want, ex- whatever except, they want, except when you find out about it. I might judge, honestly. I mean, I'll still support you. I'll still come to your wedding. I'll still get you a gift, but I might judge a little bit if I find out that you don't want to propose. But it's all right. It's all right. We all we all have our journey. You're, in this you're, life you're in your heart lines well I mean I don't know what to tell you yes sir in heart lines I really do I really do <laughs> like, I'm just like that is, are, that is that your is, heart lines are very interesting to me sometimes unless, I don't know I don't. I didn't make myself <laughs> like this, certain things you be like I like no I'm like well, why is this the heart line why all the things you're like okay you know progressive no nope, like no nope. I like no no I'm not with it I'm not with it. And, you know, you know, if I have any friends out there who the lady proposed to the man, I hope I didn't offend you. I hope I didn't upset you. Um, You do you. You live your life. Um, It's just not something I would do personally. Um, But if you're cool, I'm cool. That's all. As for me and my house, though, we don't do that here. But 
you do you at your house. So a woman can only propose if they're in a lesbian relationship every other time, no. Pretty much, yeah. That's that's uh that's about it. Okay. That's that's, right. that's the extent of women proposing right there. <laughs> only lesbian relationships are the only thing you can propose with. If that's, you are a woman, yes, that is okay. that is correct. Okay. Let's we're not gonna Wait, it's two women in the relationship. Who 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 both propose? There's no man here. One of the two women can. It's totally fine. Anyways, moving on. If you have any questions or any <laughs> comments, please <laughs> comments <laughs> on our uh, on our website, or you can send us emails with, our, with your comments, or you can get on our Discord if you um, are on our Patreon, and um, just come comment on on these things. Word, 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 my guys, word and gals, people, word, word, word. word. All right, let us move on to our Artist Spotlight. Yes, so this week's Artist Spotlight um, is a young man by the name of Sebastian McHale. Um, I found him on SoundCloud like 100 years ago. And I think he took down the song on SoundCloud that um, I initially found of him. But I, he came across my mind the other day and I was like, oh, I wonder if he's still making music. So um, he is now, I believe, 30, 32, 33. Um, he was born in Sweden, but grew up in, um, where did he grow up at? Boston. Boston um, and he's been you know making music for like the last 13-14 years he was signed to Slip and Slide Records super random but he was signed to Slip and Slide like back in 2013 take it to the house that's the way we take it to the house hey those are some classics uh, back in 2013 he had a song uh, with him and Wale it was actually pretty popular I can't like I'm, I'm, I'm sure that like they have other songs for Slip and Slide Records but that is the only one I know uh <laughs> Between the only the only other one I know is uh, Nanho. That's the one uh, with Trina and Trick Day. That's the only other one that's that I can a, say a, a that I know. Also? Yeah, that's the only one I can I can say with certainty I, I, that I, I, I know. Just think that I just call that Trick Daddy and um. Yeah, I just, I just call it Trick Daddy song. That's fine. The, the actual slip and slide song that is the only one. That's fine. But that song has made a big impact on everybody, all the millennials, because everybody knows that song. Mm-hmm. It was a big impact. Yeah, big impact. Um, yeah, he had a song with um, Wale called Last Night that came out back in like 2013 or 2014, I want to say. Um, then he kind of took a, a sabbatical from the music industry because he was like, you know, I didn't like the music that they were trying to get me to make. Like it wasn't what I was into, which is, you know, typically what happens with, you know, a lot of artists that come into the music industry. Like they have a particular sound and then once they get a record deal, then the company wants to like kind of rebrand them and make them a different type of artist than what they initially were. And I guess he was like, nah, I'm not really with all that. So I'm going to head out most respectfully. And um, he took a little break. Um, he kind of insinuated in this interview that I read that he may have had some uh, substance abuse struggles that he also needed to work out but it seems like he's pulled himself together now and he's back to making music uh he put out a seven song ep in 2019 
it's called I see you, you see me. And it's literally I, the letter I, the letter C, the letter U, like it's literally written like that. So I looked at it for a little while. Like, is it, oh, I see what it did there. Um, so the song we're going to play from this EP from 2019 is called Time. Um, I really like this, this guy's voice. I like his, his vibe. He's very, uh, it's very jazzy, I think. And he has a remix of the song actually with Kirby, who we played as a featured artist before. Um, so if you want to get into that, you certainly can, but, um, yeah, you should, uh, check him out on social media. His, uh, Instagram, he's active on there. Uh, Sebastian McHale. Uh, I'm looking at his Instagram now. He has a nice little lady friend that looks like him. Don't they look like though? Um, They're giving like the biracial, biracial big hair tees. They looking, they looking like one another. But they seem very happy. They both light skin. They look like each other. I don't know what looking like each other means. Like you're, you're exaggerating a little bit with the looking like each other. No. They're, They're just light skin. That's all they are. No, they're, look, they don't look like each other at all. They're giving, they're giving, they're giving they, similar. They don't look like. That's look, fine. Look at the nose. They don't look like. Whatever. Anyways, they look very happy <laughs> together. I think he's a great artist. Very, very talented. I just, you know, I hope that he gets the recognition he deserves. You, you for, slightly for think that all lights can look alike, but it's fine. I do not think so. That's incorrect. Ah, <laughs> oh. oh, true. So this is "Time" by Sebastian McHale. Okay. Minus the slander from Mark. Ain't she something? Sundress on with a hair in a braid. Something special. Our connection's more physical. Level one, spiritual. And that's just how my heart is one. Just let my love fall. And love will follow you. I feel like I got one. I can show mama. She counting that 12-inch rule. And we still be introduced. And I don't know wrong for Baby, just spread and receive my love. Nothing on the neighbor's pee, give up a shot. 
He's everything. Yeah, it was cool. I'm rocking. Same, same. I really wish I could find that song that I first like heard of him from, but I literally cannot find it anywhere. I feel like once he got signed to his label, he took a lot of stuff off of uh, off of uh, what's it called? Off of his SoundCloud. Oh, he he took it off. That was that was. Well, not him, but the you know, the, some, somebody made him take it off. Yeah, record label was like, nah, son. Nah, we can't have this out here. <laughs> And the thing is, I can't remember what the name of the song was. So it's like, I would have to go back and listen through every single thing to figure out what it was. And I just, I just didn't have that kind of time. So yeah, I moved on with my life. Um, but yes, check him out. Sebastian McHale. He's got videos on the YouTubes. Um, his stuff is on the streaming services. Uh, check out his uh, social media. Like I said, seems like a cool guy. Really into music. Just a real music purist, you know, that kind of vibe. So yeah. Let us move on to this week in random. So let's start it off with um, this DMX album, um, Exodus, uh, was released on the 28th um, in uh, uh, just a few months, a few weeks, I guess, after his um, untimely passing. Um, if you saw any of his interviews prior to, and I still have to watch the one that they did on TV one, but, um, prior to his death, he did talk about this album coming out and who he had on it and who he had done songs with, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, with him passing, it was even more excitement surrounding the album coming out. Um, I didn't get to it on the first day that it came out. I don't know what I was doing. I just never got around to it. But I finally gave it a whirl this uh, morning. And um, I had seen some reviews on the internet kind of being like, I mean, uh, and I was like, eh, how bad could it be? And then I played the first song. Yeah. like, it, it's, And it's I not, understand what they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Like, it's not, um, 
Like it, it didn't give it didn't give what they said it was supposed to give. Yeah, the production value value is not as good as I feel like it could like, be. Like who picked that opening song as the starting song yeah, for the album? Number, number one. Like what was who did this? Num- number somebody two, did this. Like the lyrics were fine. If, if you're look, looking for lyrics, of course they're good. Right. Because it's, right. it's locks. It's the next. It's right. Jay-Z, right. It's like lyrics are gonna be fine. Yes. So lyrics are fine. It's just the production value right. could be better. Like some of the songs sounded like and they, they needed were to be and they were dated. Yeah, some of the songs sounded dated. They sounded like they needed to be mixed better um, because, like, the levels, like, and I'm like, I'm listening on my phone. I'm not adjusting the volume. What I, what is playing on my phone is what's playing on my phone. And it's like, sound song one had a different volume level than song two, which had a different volume level from song three. And then it was like, when you heard individual people coming in to do their parts, they had different levels. Like on the song with Jay-Z and Nas, Nas comes in mad low in comparison to how Jay-Z and DMX came in. And it's just like, but yeah. why? Like, like, it, like it, it just, just sounded it just like it just wasn't mixed well. It's, it wasn't mixed well. It's, it's, like, I'm not sure if there were like after he passed, we're not touching it because because like I, I'm not sure how involved DMX usually in the process. Like, this is like I, I didn't say this before, but like this is my only um, caveat is if DMX is usually within the whole process usually, mm-hmm. and in their mind they were like, I don't want to touch it after he passed. They should. Mm-hmm. They, they should have because it wasn't mixed. It wasn't mixed well. But if they feel like I didn't want to touch it after he he passing, I just want to release it. That I underst- I can understand why it came out that way. Mm-hmm. But it should it should have been mixed well. Number one, number two. I know a lot of the songs are old. Like that the Jay Z Nas DMX song was back in 2012. And if you listen to Jay Z, it sounds like old Jay Z. Yeah, yeah. And when I say old, of course, 2012 Jay Z is not old Jay Z, but it's older than. How we, like if you listen to him now, listen to him then. It's just a different. You can hear moment. the evolution of, of yeah, his he, his abilities. He, he just sounds a lot different now. You yeah, can, you can tell he made it a while ago. Yeah, um, and I I think that um, it's just it's just obvious. <laughs> yeah, the way he sounds and everything yeah. like that, and like 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 I said, certain songs were good. Like Locks still killed it. Mm-hmm. Nas still killed it. Um, there was a song with Little Wayne was good. Um, he has a song with Usher. Mm-hmm. What um um about his son? That was a good song. Mm-hmm. Um, he, it was like a live performance, I guess, that was recorded with the prayer he did at the last. So like, there was a lot of good things on there. Right. It just so it's, like, it's, it's just combined together. It's, it, not, it's not really an album. Much it wasn't like cohesive. Compil- it's like a compilation of songs. Yeah. It's like these are all the songs he had left. I'm gonna put it on the album. Right. And put it out there. Yeah. Which is fine. But like that's how it came. Like, but they it made it. They made it seem like it was like a full conceptual album. Right, and and, which and, and I think that's what the disappointment was is that yeah. the impression was that this was a full conceptual album as you sell as you said, and the listening experience does not give that. Yeah. Additionally, another thing I realized is that I don't know if I ever want to hear another Swiss Beats produced song again. Um, I don't know. Like I think something his, about his, my his his sound is dated. I think something about my ear has changed, and I don't think Swiss Beats is trash. No, he's like. Not. Swiss Beats will forever be like bomb as far as I'm concerned because he gave me Upgrade You. He gave me Get Your Body, Get Me Bodied. He gave two, two he very gave me, classic Beyonce songs. He gave me DMX's second album. He so. gave me DMX's second album. He <laughs> so. gave me Tambourine. Like uh, Swiss Beats has definitely given us some memorable beats and memorable songs over the years. But he does. But, he does. His sound is very 
early 2000s yes and it was like his his, like he i don't know if his sound transitions well right and while dmx is a master at a at a swiss beats beat because swiss beats beats are hard to wrap your head around because they're so busy it's like it's 37 different things going on on the swiss beats beat yeah and dmx was masterful at making magic happen correct with the noisiness of a swiss beats beat but i realize i don't know what it is i don't know if it's age if it's just it's, 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 our, our, i'm not our like i'm our not used to hearing music like that anymore i don't know what it is but i just felt like there were some songs where i was like i like i can't take I, this yeah. like whatever this beat is it's like it's making me crazy and i can't even listen yeah. to the rapping because the beat is just I just I, want I, less. I realize that. And and like I don't I just want less. I'm not gonna say my ear is age because there's still some songs that I listen to that I listen to in the early nineties and late Like I like the intricate late nineties and early two thousands that I still really would if I played on, I'm jamming to it. So it's not just a um I don't think it's just an age thing. It's just as we listen to more things, our ears become more refined to a mm-hmm. certain sound. Like certain things just appeal to us more. Yeah, yeah, and and that Swiss beat sound. I think it was. I think the sound he had was just appealed to a certain time of hip hop. Yeah, it appealed to a certain time of hip hop, but I'm not sure if it's timeless. Yeah, um, with like like the and like and it's not the, the his whole sound. It's just like that sound when he used to be on like in the background with the track all the time, like that that. Like it, it, yeah. it, like it, 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 it's very like active. Like he, he had a certain sound at a certain time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's that, that whole sound when he was like um, trying to get that Oprah. Like that 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 whole like mm-hmm. that that I remember, remember when that song came out. Like that whole sound. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that sound is timeless, right? Because like during that time when he made that song, he had a certain sound. Mm-hmm. That like he was everywhere and he had that sound like people wanted to get on this track because that's that was the sound at the mm-hmm. time. Yeah, but I'm not sure if that sound is timeless. Yeah, yeah. That's, I think that's my point. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it and <laughs> again, I'm trying to like articulate because like I, it's not bad. It's just at that time the sound was great because it was yeah. the sound at the time. Now, now it's just it just I, I don't sounds that, I don't dated. That, I don't know if that sound is timeless. Yeah, yeah. Because like because because like. I, I know that I still like old sound because like put on a, um, a heat makers beat. I'm still excited about heat makers beats. Right. And they all like, it's just, I'm still excited about them. Right. <laughs> and the heat yeah. makers be making the same kind of beats since the nineties. I'm still like, yes, heat makers. Right. Soul samples. That's fine. <laughs> Soul samples. <laughs> Not with this level of excitement. I can't. <laughs> but, um, but like, so I'm still excited about, so it's, it's just that, that timing of it is just, I'm not sure if I'm excited about that at this time. Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. Like I want to like this album so bad, but it's just like you said, it feels like a playlist um, as opposed to a cohesive album, which I was, we were talking about this morning. I was like, but the impression that I got from the interviews that DMX did prior to his death, this was an album that he was very heavily involved in and that was done. Correct. It wasn't like, oh, they pieced something together after he died. Like this was already like 
set up before he passed away. And when I think in March, they had said that they were waiting for a release date. That was what they were waiting for. But essentially the album was done. So I don't know if they went back and did something after he passed or if this is what he died in uh, approval of. But I was like... This thing, and I don't know if our expectations are too high because he's now deceased, and so we're like, he's gone now. So his next body of work needs Correct. to be like I, I, something I, I, amazing. I, know, like, I don't know if it's know, our expectations it's making things more challenging. Yeah. But like when I tell you, I turned the first song on, and I was just like, and you have to also remember, okay, we, we still that's not it. how I should feel about this. I think it might have been different also if we didn't have his music fresh in our mind. Like he just did a verses. Yeah. So his old music is still fresh in our mind. Right. So like we're if so now we're we're freshly comparing apples to right. oranges. Right. And he's had way better song openers on albums than yeah. this one. I was like, what? His, his opening song is usually pretty. Is good. this? Yeah. Honey. So it, it, it didn't seem like an opener. Yeah, it was just like I said. This, it, it, I had. To, I looked at my phone like, oh, did I press the right? Like, is this the starting song? Yeah. Because I wouldn't open with this. Yeah. But I don't. I don't. All I can say is it doesn't sound like it was finished. But yeah, hey, but you know, God bless. I hope his family um, is able to uh, reap some benefit from the financial proceeds of this album. Because I think I read earlier this week there's dispute about how much his uh, estate is worth. Uh, I've heard less than a million. I've heard 50k. Like it seems to be unclear what his estate is or isn't worth. And he Did does you, have. And you saw my comment about that, right? What was your comment about that? So I, I didn't see it. If if it is true, I only understand it because Dmx came off as somebody who wasn't trying to do too much. He he he, he like do, that doesn't surprise me. He, he doesn't do a lot of capital things. Right. Right. Like like he didn't have the, a shoe the, line or a perfume nah, line or he, a clothing line like, or. A, I'm here to write music. I'm here to perform, and I go home. Right. Right. That's, that's what it seemed like he did. Right. Right. And I think he did a he did a lot for like and he did a few movie a few movies like back yeah. in the like late nineties early two thousands. So, but like estate means what you invested in though. Yeah. So I I don't know if his investments were very high. I don't think he right. was he was an investing kind of person. And then that, and then estate means like investments, yeah. right? And then in in addition to like properties you own and stuff like that. Yeah, but I'm not sure if that includes his masters. I don't know who owns them. I don't know if it's him or if it's somebody else. Um, I don't know if that includes that. I don't know if it includes it either. And, you know, he had a lot of financial responsibilities in terms of children, mm-hmm. um, in terms of an ex-wife who I believe he was paying and, spousal support and, to. And apparently supporting all of Rough Riders. So. Yeah, supporting all of Rough Riders, keeping the family <laughs> afloat. Um, and, you know, not to, you know, throw dirt on a deceased person's name, but drugs aren't cheap. So... You know, paying for paying for that, paying for rehab from that, none of that is is cheap. Uh, yeah, that costs money. So yeah, like, like I said, I, I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not shocked because, like, like I say, he he was never the the capitalist person, right? Yeah, he's he he was never that 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 person. So it it kind of makes sense, and and like he he's like I said, he's kind of like the uh, and he wasn't actively making music for like when was it before this album? When was his last album? It had been it, some time. It, it might have been what was it? Twenty twelve? Let me see. Yeah, it had been some years between albums and touring and so on and so forth. I just looked at that actually. Yeah. Um. His last album was was when look it up, look it up, 
Finer Info's 2012. Yeah, so like okay. that's like almost 10 years mm-hmm. where I'm not saying he wasn't touring or working or whatever, but that's almost 10 years without new material to tour with. So, you know, that, that has to be factored into the conversation too. So, you know, you know, best wishes to his family. Hopefully the the proceeds from this uh, new album will be helpful to them. Um, I feel bad. I feel so bad for his fiance. Like she just looks so sad. Like she just looks like she could break down at any moment. And I just feel bad for her because she's like dealing with that. And their son has like health issues. Like that's a lot. That's a lot. So just prayers up for her. Prayers up for the kids, for the whole family. Um, moving on, um, somebody else tagged me this week in a poem uh, by somebody named Lady Sarcasm on Instagram. I think you got tagged in it too. Yeah. Um, it was super dope. It was just about, you know, just black women just embracing every part of themselves, whether they like having natural hair, froze, weaves, makeup, no makeup, just just be all that. So um, look it up on Instagram. The lady, the young lady's name is Lady Sarcasm, and it's Lady and Sarcasm is spelled S A R K A Z Y M. Get into it; it'll bless you. Um, a couple weeks ago, Mark and I were on here talking about um, the music business having some type of union, um, so that uh, artists could, you know be represented properly and get their fair share or whatever. And um I was I was on Instagram earlier today and Kelly Price actually kind of brought up the idea of having some type of organization or union that really fights for artists. And so long story short what happened with her, her Life Jennings and a couple of other people were scheduled to perform at a show in Galveston, Texas. And what happened was... Was it at a church? It wasn't at a church. Okay. It was like at a concert venue, uh, uh, you know, I can't think of what it's called, like a club type okay. concert venue. Got it. And essentially, the way her the deals are set up, according to Kelly, is once the promoter reaches out to book you for the show, they pay you 50% up front, and the other 50% of whatever your fee is, is due at at the venue before the show starts, ideally on or before the sound check starts. So I guess what happened is, you know, they, and they paid for her to fly there and for her hotel and, you know, whatever the case is. So she got there, she did the sound check. I guess she went back to her hotel, still having not received her money. So she's calling the guy, calling the guy for hours and hours and hours, not being able to reach him, the promoter. And and she said she was trying to call Life Jennings at one point to try to figure out like what was happening with him, like if he was experiencing the same issue and she wasn't able to reach him. But then she said she finally got in touch with Life Jennings and he was also having issues reaching the guy. Um, So I, I think when she recorded the first video I saw, it was basically like at the time that doors were opening for the show. She's like, yeah, so people are probably heading into the venue right now. As you can see, I'm still in my hotel, still, you know, fresh face, no makeup, whatever, whatever, because I have not received my contractually required money to go on and perform. And so she was just talking about, you know, like how unfair it is 
that, you know, promoters will do stuff like this to artists because she's like, you know, I've lost 20 family members during this season of COVID and quarantine. Like I could be home with my family. I could be doing something else, not in this hotel room where this guy is avoiding me and not picking up my phone calls and no one knows where he is and he doesn't have my money. So I guess a couple of hours must have passed between when she recorded that video and the second one I saw where I guess the guy finally got in contact with her. She had spoken with Life Jennings and he was like, yeah, the dude not reaching out to me either. And so she kind of explained what was happening on her end. And, you know, they kind of compared stories and figured out, hey, this guy may not really have the money to pay us, which is why he's avoiding us. So apparently the guy came to her hotel room and like, or tried to come to her hotel room and talked about, oh, you know, I know you're a woman of God. So, you know, uh, can we pray about this situation, et cetera, et cetera. And Kelly Price was like, no, no, absolutely not. You knew what it was when I came down here. And, but when I got on this plane to come here, you had to have known that you didn't have the money to pay me. So you didn't feel like you need to bring anything up before I got on the plane and came here. And then when I'm trying to contact you and figure out like what's going on, because the understanding is you pay me the other 50% of my fee before I hit the stage and you're not responding to me. Like, what am I, what am I supposed to do with this? So she goes on to say that, um, she had shared with him like prior to her coming to, um, Texas that she had a grandmother who was, and I think the grandmother raised her, um, partially or fully. I can't remember the full story, but her grandmother was, you know, transitioning essentially. And, you know, she had been informed by the medical professionals caring for the grandmother that her time was soon coming. So to, you know, try to get as much time in with her as she possibly could. So she shared that with the, um, promoter, like, you know, just kind of like, you know, you know, I'm going through quite a bit, et cetera, but you know, whatever, whatever. Apparently the promoter went on stage at the event and told the people that the reason the show wasn't happening was because Kelly Price had a medical emergency with her grandmother. And so she had to leave. And Kelly was like, first of all, I know you're the person that told the audience that because you're the only person that I gave that information to. Nobody else was told that. So you did that. And number two, why are you lying on my grandmother's name to cover the fact that you don't have the money to pay for us? And, you know, she just basically went on to say, you know, this is, you know, she's been in the business for 30 years and, you know, this type of stuff like happens to artists all the time. And, you know, they often don't have a platform or a space to speak out about how many times these types of things happen with promoters and with shows. And she was just kind of like, you know, at the end of the day, like I came here to do a job and get paid for it. And I'm out money now because my musical director is here. The drummer is here. The guitarist is here. They didn't even have the equipment I requested for them um, when we did the sound check. So she's just like, I made these people leave their families and potentially another source of income to come here. So now I have to pay them. You haven't even paid me what you owe me. But I now have to take money out of my pocket to pay these people because they left their homes and other potential opportunities to come do this. So now you've put me in a messed up position. So she's like, I'm going to find out all of y'all's information and find out, um, (laughs) and find out 
how the patrons can get their money back because this guy stole from y'all. She's like, he he had a packed house. He sold out tickets. How he don't have money to pay me and Life Jennings? Like I'm confused. I am perplexed, befuddled. And you know, she was really hung up on the fact that A, he tried to call her about some prayer and B, that he used her grandmother's name. He was like, my grandmother was a praying woman. And so you speaking on my grandmother's name and using her name to lie about you being a fraudulent individual, God's going to get you. And she, she actually called him a lying sack of SHIT. And she was like, I know the saints going to be mad, but I don't even care. Cause that's what he is. He's a piece of scum. How dare he? She, she was livid, but I completely understood where she was coming from. Like, bro, you owe me. I don't know what Kelly Price's fee, but let's say Kelly Price's fee is 30 grand. You paid me 15. You owed me another 15. And you want to talk to me about prayer and have the equipment there. Like, like what do we talk about? And she like, was like, honestly, I'm from Far Rockaway. Edgemere was about to come out. Forget Christian Kelly Price. Edgemere Kelly Price was getting getting ready to come out because you're playing with my money. Yeah, like I, I, I just don't understand. Like pe- people try to like go back, and, like and, and church people got to stop doing that. Like if someone has a fee, and they, if they have qual- um, qualifications for you to use them, if you don't have the qualifications. You can't use them. It's, like I mean, listen, you can, we you all can, have budgets in life. Just operate with the budget that you in. Just and do if that. If you have a budget and you want them to work with you, let them know everything up front. Right. Don't trick them and lie right. to them and then try to put Jesus into it. No, you lied to them. Right. You lied to them about the prop, about what you have. Right. And about what you can do. Right. Right. Be upfront about what's going on so they can choose to say yes or no. Right. You not saying anything is lying to them. Yes. Yes. You you can't now put up oh they're being. Um, they're, they're not you letting you. No, you're lying to them. You're not being upfront about right. what you can or cannot do. Right. You're you're being difficult. You're mm. you're making the situation difficult. You're mm. now putting this person in a situation Let them to make be hostile choice. with you. Because sometimes artists will will work with you right. with what you have, but you right. have to let them know upfront right. about what's going on. Right. But you let that lady get on a plane from Atlanta. I think she lives in Atlanta to Texas, knowing you didn't have her money, and then when she got there, dodged her for hours. And then you go hit me, hit her with a oh let's pray. If she had smacked you, she wouldn't have been wrong. You don't get to make take um, tell somebody what their value is. They tell you right exactly. And you if don't you don't to, have you don't, the capacity to, say, to, to to accommodate that, then move around. Yeah, you like if it was thirty thousand, you get fifteen thousand. You don't get to say oh again fifteen thousand. That's enough. You don't get to say that. Right. They determine the value right. of themselves. Right. And like she said, she's been doing this long enough to where she's like, I'm not going to tolerate being disrespected in this way like you know maybe earlier on in her career she might have been like well i'll still go do the show and try to work it out but she's like no i'm not gonna do that like she the way she was talking about she was calling everybody like she was talking about how the driver was like employed by him so she was calling the driver trying to find him they were trying to call the venue's box office trying to find him like no one could find him she said her musical director like even went left the hotel I think and went out to the venue to try to see if he was there so it was like concerted efforts were made to find you and your phone was going straight to voicemail and you were ignoring her for hours like how do you feel like you can do that knowing you know this, knowing that you owe this woman money and then want to hit her with a, you're a woman of God. Let, can we pray? Pray about what? My money? Do you have it? Because if you're not here with my money, what are we talking about? Like, <laughs> I I just, wow. I, I felt really bad for her because I was just like, and, and the, the way that people be trying to jerk 
artist and kelly price is not no like stranger like some newbie not to say that you should do this to a newbie but what i'm saying is like kelly price has been around for a, a long time like how do you think you're gonna pull a fast one on her like that and, the, and, and think that you're gonna is, get away with it and the funny thing is many times the artists aren't hurt you can't you don't hear the artist side of the story many times many times mm. people come in like yeah i gave this person fifteen thousand dollars and they didn't come that's right what, that's what that's right. what he was at yeah he was like i gave fifteen thousand dollars and they still didn't come right see these artists always trying to get all the money from, like that, that's what, what happened and that's and exactly the narrative and, and, and they and they'll bring up like oh they question all this stuff that we don't even have right i'm like so like they'll they'll do that all the time yeah and like yeah, and that's like, that's kind of what she was alluding to. She was like, a lot of these situations have gone the other way because there wasn't social media or another avenue for the artists to speak up for themselves and tell tell the truth about the story. Yeah, and so, so now and then, so now the artist is, is um doing that's difficult. Right. So I right. won't book them. I'm like, oh, right. that person is difficult. Right. And it's like, no, you signed a contract saying that you were going to provide X, Y, and Z to me, and you didn't do that. That's and I'm like more and more I completely understand and have respect for Aretha Franklin's policy of you're going to pay me in cash before I hit any stage. If you don't have the money, it's a dub. That's why she always carried her purse everywhere because she had her money in her purse. She would be on stage in a gown with that leather purse sitting on a bench like, well, R E S P C T. She said, Mm-mm, I'm not showing up here for you to play games with me. If yeah. you don't have my money, you can't afford me. Uh, like a, a, a few gospel artists was like, I don't play with y'all. No. Because no. like a lot of gospel artists, they, they'll try to like not pay the gospel artists all the yeah, time. Yeah, um, who was it? Um, Jabari. Jabari Johnson that um, sang on Try Jesus. He posted about that recently about how he doesn't go and like he's very selective about the shows he does now because he's been jerked before where he's been asked to come and play or to perform or to do something. And then when he gets there, they either try not to pay him or they try not to pay or they try to pay him less than what they agreed on. And he's like, bruh, I left my family to come here. I've brought my, my people who also play instruments to come here and play with me with the understanding that I'm paying them a cut of what I'm getting. So now when you're trying to hit me with the, nah, we ain't got it or nah, we ain't got as much. Now you putting me in a funky predicament with these people. So no, no, actually. And it's like, it's so crazy to me how we as a society and, and, and we love entertainment. We love art. We love all of this, but somehow we feel like, paying them what they're worth or what they're asking for is outlandish and that they should just be happy to be invited somewhere. It's like, no, people feed their families doing this. Like they pay their bills every month doing this. A lot like, of people feel as if art should be free. And it shouldn't be. Yeah, it shouldn't a, a, be. A lot of times people would be feel, feel like art and art should be free in general. Yeah. And, that, and that, I think that's kind of why it's annoying. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm really trying to figure out where the money went because if you were charging people $30, $40 per ticket to come to this event, and it was allegedly a packed house. How you didn't have, what did you spend the money on? Where did the money go? What had happened? I'm so confused. I'm so confused. So yeah, as we, we say all that to say, I'm like, maybe there does need to be a real conversation about some kind of union or like group in the music industry dedicated to making sure that artists across the board are, are treated fairly or at least have some type of pro- process for redress for situations like this because she was like I don't even see the point in doing a civil suit to try to get my money because if you don't have my money to give it to me right now you for damn sure don't have lawyer's fees to go through a civil suit so 
I just I'm, lost money. It's yeah, dumb. I'm, I'm not giving money anytime soon. Like, and so it's like, how do we, like, how do we get to the point where artists don't have to be in that position? Because basically, she lost money that she's probably never going to get back. Like, there is no redress. There is no insurance. There is no anything. Like, she just lost whatever that money was, and now she has to figure out how to move around or adjust whatever to accommodate the financial responsibilities that she was hoping this money would cover. So I'm like, yeah, maybe that's something that, you know, I don't know if it'll ever happen, but maybe it's something that, you know, the music industry needs to think about is, is cause that's not fair. That's not fair. I felt very bad for her. Like I would be pissed if I was her, I would be pissed off. So I, I can only imagine. <sighs> And like the fact that you did that to two artists, like not to say that it would have been okay to do it to one, but you did it to her and to Life Jennings. Like, come on, Th- these are two people that could have stayed at their house. They didn't have to come outside and do this if he's gonna play these games. Yeah, people play games with artists all the time. That's what I gather. And I'm like, if one of them had swung on you, they wouldn't have been wrong. They like, would I, not I, have I would, been wrong. Like, I, I would, I would, I would never, um, doesn't work for artists if I couldn't. <laughs> oh wait, no. Right, like just and there are contracts for a reason. There are things laid out for a reason. So if you can't fulfill the responsibilities, then you need to communicate that. Like if you knew you didn't have the money, you should have canceled that show. You period. You should have canceled that show. You should have reached out to them and said, you know what? Unfortunately, we didn't sell as many tickets or whatever it is you want to say, but we're going to have to cancel the show. But you, you had them fly there knowing that you didn't have their money. Like, what did you think that was going to do? Get to the venue and play? Nah, nah, they're both established artists. They don't need exposure. They don't need to be paid in exposure. They need to be paid in the money that you told them you were going to give them. So, yeah. Yeah. That was a wild situation. I was just watching like, wow, this is crazy. Like, I would think that Kelly Price is is Kelly Price. Like, she shouldn't still be going through stuff like this. But, you know, I guess. Mm -hmm. I guess. Um, Moving on. um, Versus. There's allegedly a Soldier Boy in Bow Wow Versus. Are you interested in watching that? I'm not, personally. I don't know what the date is, but I don't, I don't care to watch those two, those two gentlemen in the verses. I was gonna say something very not nice, and I had to double it back. Honestly, I'm actually, I think it would be hilarious to watch a grown man bow bow say little bow wow. <laughs> I think I think that would be hilarious to me. <laughs> I think I think him him rapping along to, I'm playing basketball. I like. I feel like that would be hilarious to me. <laughs> I think that would make me laugh hysterically. Is seeing him watch See, rap, rap to the little Bow Wow songs. There's a part of me that would find that enjoyable, but I think social media has made people like insufferable, and so like him on social media and Soldier Boy on social media and on the reality shows he's done like. They've made them insufferable. Like I, I cannot, I cannot stomach the thought of watching them. I got like it. mind you, they they have songs that are, uh, that are what's the word I'm looking for? Nostalgic, as it relates to like my high school, early college years. But just the two of them as people are insufferable, and so I can't. I got it. I can't imagine. I, I do. <sighs> I, I would enjoy watching Bow Wow. If I rap, watch it, rap, it would be with like, heavy what, reluctance. What would be insufferable would be that song with Sierra, which I don't think he's gonna do. But that, that, I hate, he better I, not. That song's insufferable. But I, outside of that, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> that insufferable song. I don't want to hear it, so he can move on with that. <laughs> but um, thank yeah. you and good day, sir. See, see hearing Bow Wow uh, rap along to his little Bow Wow songs would be greatly hilarious as a grown man. 
Possibly. We'll <laughs> we'll see if they announce a date. I'm I don't know. That, I, that would I'm be currently not interested in watching, but you know, whatever. Right, um what's next? Uh the voice of Sebastian from the Little Mermaid, Samuel E. Wright, he passed away yes. this week. Hmm, let's I was hoping maybe he would make his uh his re up on the new version of uh the Little Mermaid with uh what's the girl from Chloe and Hallie? Hallie. She's the new she's I thought that passed away, but that, I thought that happened already. The movie? I don't know if it happened yet. No, no, the the, the play happened. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, so rest in peace to Samuel E. Wright, legendary voice of Sebastian from the from the uh Disney movie. The Little Mermaid. Um, Naomi Osaka, do you know who that is? Yes. Yes. Fabulous tennis player, uh, Haitian and Japanese, but I think she plays for Japan. Um, so the French Open is happening right now. Uh, if you don't pay attention to tennis, then everything I'm about to say means nothing to you. Um, <laughs> she basically said, I guess contractually, when they agree to do these big tournaments, they agree to do press. And Naomi said, I'm not doing press at this tournament for my mental health, because I feel like the way the journalists ask questions and the things like just the things that are said and just the general overall environment is not conducive to my mental health and staying in a positive place as I'm going into playing matches day after day or whatever the case is. And she got fined $15,000 for not going to um, the press conference after her first round match, which I believe she won. And, you know, they've kind of told her, well, we're going to keep fining you if you don't go to these uh, press conferences. And the end of their statement said, that they feel like her not going to the press conferences gives her an unfair advantage over other players. And I was just like, huh? What unfair advantage is she getting by not sitting at a table with the mic in front of her and talking? Like, I I don't understand. I need someone to explain what the unfair advantage is. Like, <laughs> is she getting a couple hours more sleep? I'm not... I'm not sure what the unfair advantage is. Um, I understand contracts and I understand all of that. Um, but I also understand that prioritizing one's mental health is important. Um, I feel like she just needs to do a Marshawn Lynch and hit him with the I'm just here so I don't get fined. Um, just play that game a few times and they will gladly release you from attending press conferences because no one no one likes that. David Diggs playing Sebastian, by the way. Davi oh yay! I love Davi Diggs. Yes. He's awesome. Yes, good to know. Um, but, you know, my sis Naomi Osaka got to 15K is nothing. But I'm very interested to see how this progresses because I feel like there are other tennis players who are male and not melanated who have sort of dodged uh, press without all of this fanfare and fines and yata, yata, yata. But, you know, it's whatever. Um, but I'll keep my eye on this, see what happens. Um, so moving to reality TV. So the Masked Singer finale was last week and I was right about all three of the top people. <laughs> I was right. Uh, let's, let's just go on record. If they don't get a black person on that show, 
as a judge. Yeah, because them because they do never know. They the be guessing the guesses. I'm just like no what? Idea. Like Tyrese like, was on the show. He got eliminated a couple episodes back, but they were saying maybe it's Lionel Richie. I was like, excuse me. I was like, do you know how Tyrese sounds? Tyrese has a very distinct sound. Like the minute you hear him, you know it's him. I'm like, if y'all get some black people who I know said, oh, this has to be for the producers who listens to black music. Yeah, the producers <laughs> have to be telling y'all to say this because there's no way you hear Tyrese singing and think, oh, that's Lionel Richie. Because ain't no way. Because like there's certain things like they like people would be very confused about the um who they're talking. I was like when they had uh when they had Jamie Fox. No, not Jamie Foxx. Um they had Tyrese, mm-hmm. um, Buster Rhymes, mm-hmm. Lil Wayne. It, even like a lot of the artists. Um they had uh one of the older people. Was it Gladys or wasn't Gladys? Um Yeah, they, yeah, they've had Gladys yeah, was, Shaka. Shaka was the certain people and everybody was like, Oh, that's that's who it is. That's, right, it's, it's very it's obvious. Them. It's them. But they're like, Who is it? I don't know. I was like if you don't get a black person on this show, right? Because y'all is looking real <laughs> unfamiliar with the music landscape right no, now, and it's upset. Black. It's upsetting me and my homegirls because what is happening? If you don't pull it together, yes, but yes. So the show ended, <laughs> and I knew the per- the winner was the piglet, which was Nick Lachey, and I knew it was Nick Lachey when they was up there talking about, oh, maybe it's um, it's uh, oh my god, so, um, one of the guys from NSYNC. I'm like, no, no. It's Nick Lachey. Nick Lachey is also has a very distinctive voice as well. Like, no, it is Nick Lachey. Uh, the Black Swan was JoJo, which I knew because JoJo sings down. Um, and then the third, the person who came in third was was Wiz Khalifa. Yeah. I forget what his character was, um, but it, it was very obvious it was Wiz Khalifa if you listened to the voice and you paid attention to the clues. And then the week before, Omarion was the Yeti and he got eliminated and they were talking about oh Omarion was who did they say they said he was Marcus Houston they said he was Neo I said do you people listen to music (laughs) Omarion has a very distinctive voice when you hear him you know it's him I was just like y'all are stressing me out <laughs> like I cannot do this with y'all like they'll be like oh yeah so you know I'm thinking maybe it's Marcus Houston maybe it's Neo what was another one they said um oh my gosh I think somebody said Eric Benet or something stupid like that I said guys guys that is that is Omarion Granberry please get out of my face <laughs> right this minute yeah Right. I, I think Wiz Khalifa was kind of obvious too. Yeah, Wiz Khalifa was mad obvious. Based on the height and the clues, I was like, oh, that's him. I figured it out in like two episodes. I was like, all right, bet. It's Wiz Khalifa. But you know, whatever. It, but it's an overall very entertaining show. I think Nick Lachey is the first, I was going to say the first man. He's not the first man. He's the first boy bander to win. Because the first season, T-Pain won. Then it was Wayne Brady. Uh, Then who won after that? It was... um. Uh, was it Leanne Rhymes? It was Candy Burris from Escape. Yeah, and Leanne Rhymes, and now uh, Nick Lachey. I think I think they're over over the black people winning also. Yeah, they're trying to they're trying to hate <laughs> on. Like one of the Candy people, I was like, you gonna take this person out? I'm like, yo, yo, over the black people winning. They're like, yeah. they sound black. Take him off. <laughs> yeah, like what's the um, what's the name? I thought what's the name was gonna win at one point. Um, the Tamara Maori. That's what I said. I was like, oh, they they're, they're just trying to get all the black people out of yeah. here. Yeah, Wiz Khalifa is the longest lasting rapper though. Yeah, because the rappers don't last too long. They get eliminated very quickly. He's the yeah. longest rapping, longest lasting rapper that's been on the show so far. So kudos to Mr. Young Mr. Wiz Khalifa. Um, more reality TV, Married at First Sight. Um, that show finally, finally, finally ended. Um, 
I still feel like all the couples should have broken up. Everyone's lying about the ones who are together. Talking about how they're happy. I don't believe them. They're all lying. Um, this this season was the worst of the seasons I've seen. Like that guy, Chris, is awful. Awful. Just an awful narcissist. Um, he was on his live, like yelling about the show to the point where his neighbors had to like call and be like, bro, you guys not make so much noise over here. But he was the worst. He did page wrong. It was just no good. Um, the experts talking at the end was very interesting because they were basically like the person he presented to us and the person he was on the show were not the same. If we had showed him, um, if he had shown us this, we would never have cast him on the show. And I was just like, dang, dang, I feel bad for the lady. <laughs> he, yeah, bad for the lady. But yes, um, Yes, Wayne Brady can sing. Um, but yes, uh, that season went off, thank God. They have a new season coming out in July. Um, and the city they're going to be in is Houston. So I'll be very interested to see. Um, I think they have an Asian couple on there for the first time. I think this is the first time they've had um, an Asian couple on Married at First Sight. So I'll be very excited to watch this next season starting in July. Um, Real Housewives of Potomac, for my people who like uh, the Real Housewives, Potomac is giving what it's supposed to give, okay? It is. They're they're a young franchise, but they're giving. Okay, the uh, preview came out a couple uh, last week, I want to say, and it looks interesting. I would like to watch this show, especially since Giselle and uh, Jamal Bryant have allegedly broken up. Slash was never together, but they was just going with it for a storyline. Cut it technically feed yet, but it's whatever. It's fine. <laughs> um, whatever people do strange things for change so this season looks very interesting it's coming out july 11th can't wait to see it um and then i think is insecure coming back this summer i feel like there's a lot of summer tv that i'm about to get into um so yeah if y'all looking for some stuff to watch in july real housewives of potomac and married at first sight in houston are coming back to give you what you need and i feel like they're putting out another mass singer season too i feel like i remember them saying like another one was coming in a couple of months so probably yeah they're not playing around out here they're not playing around so that was it for the you know just general random topics i had anything else on your agenda um just uh if you haven't listened to it already listen to toby new wigway fi fi yes it's very i've been jamming to it it's very very jam worthy yeah see i'm extra unique yeah. I just yeah. they, they make me want to get grills. I know that I wouldn't be comfortable with them in my mouth, but like they make me feel like I want some. Yeah. Maybe when we go to Texas, I'll get some. You get a grill. Yeah. Let me go to Texas in November. You going to Texas in November? Yeah. Isn't isn't our friend getting married? Yes. Yes. Yes, he yes. is. Yes. Yes, he is. Yes, he's getting married. So, and I've never been to Texas, so this is a perfect. Is your father be down there? He might be. Yeah. He might be, so we might, we might, we might do a link up, a link up, link up. Well, I gotta find out where it is because I want to see how far he is from um, your sister and them. See, 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 see. Because I think Texas he, is big, so he might not be close yes. at all. He's he's our friend is in San Antonio, and I think my sister is in Tyler, like Houston, the Houston area. I feel like they might be far from each other. It's not, it's not yeah. But anyway, so new music, uh, new music, new music. Okay, so 
as uh, we mentioned before, DMX Exodus. Go listen to it for yourself. Form your own opinions. See how you feel. You might find like two or three songs that you really like. So that's out. Houston um, and San Antonio about three hours away. Oh, so I might, we might concede and we might could not depending on how much time we have because three hours is far. Um, Mareba, who we uh, had as our featured artist, uh, I think one or two podcasts ago, she put out her EP, Azeb. Uh, pretty good. Um, and then for singles, JoJo, our mass uh, singer runner-up, um, has a single out called Creature of Habit. I think she's putting out an album soon. Um, Eminem, Jack Harlow, and Corday, they also have a single out, uh, Killer Remix. Uh, pretty good. I like Jack Harlow. He's a very... Very, very eclectic young man, but I like his music. So yeah, that was it for new music. Nothing else has really come out of interest that I would want to suggest anybody else listen to um, in the last week. Um, so yeah, that's basically it. That's all we got going on over here for this day. Um, yeah. Anything I'll, I'll else on your end? No. No? Okay. Well, you know, it's been great. Um, great discussion. Great chat. Great times as usual. Um we're going to head out of here. We want to get on out of here. And hey. I think we're under two hours again, which is very exciting to me because. Look at us. I, to them two, like we've had good podcasts that were two hours, but I'm like, now I'm like, nah, I don't want to do no more. I want to keep it under two if I can. If and possible. I think it says it's we're at 140 something right now. 141. Yeah. yeah. If I can see correctly. Word. All right. So we're going to pat this thing up and we're going to take it home. We love y'all. We thank y'all so much for rocking with us. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Until next time. We bid you adieu. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. It's hey. the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. Check hey. us out. Hey. It's the All Love Oh, no fear podcast. podcast, podcast. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All love. Oh, no fear podcast. Hey.